All right. So we're back here once again on Wednesday night here, 8 o'clock in our regular time under the lights here. What's going on, Mal? What's up, man? Hey, man. Nothing much, eh? You know, this, this is working, man. Football season now, you know, entrenched. And, hey, man, we just here locked and loaded. Just, just continue to keep keeping up with the work, you know? Man, they be killing me, man, with these late games. <laughs> like, yeah, oh man. God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. We have to get it over with. <laughs> Can I get a yeah, blowout? Man. Yeah, we're in, yeah, we in the wrong time zone for sports. I'm telling right. you, man. We was out west or maybe even even if it was in the Midwest, that hour is a difference. Right. Trust me. When I was out there two weeks ago, you know, I think Florida and Utah was playing. That game was over before like ten o'clock. I was like, okay, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe I need to maybe I need to relocate right. to a different time zone at least. You know, but right, right. it's a, it's a world of difference, man. I tell you, man, East Coast, man, we be getting the short end of the stick. I mean, before we you know talk about the show, I will say this: I am extremely satisfied with sports the last few weeks, man. and for you know October coming around the corner, I'm really intrigued to see what the nba is going to do with all the things with with colorado if you even see like an nf in the nfl some, like the, the nfc east and what is it the uh nfc south yeah yeah, yeah they balling like it's crazy like you yeah. know what i'm saying and you like those used to be one of the worst worst divisions that they say but when you look at it shout out to the giants like you know what i mean yeah damn I know, right? And it, like you say, you just you just never know. That's the thing about the beauty of an intrigue of it all. It's like one year. I think about like what twenty twenty. None of us was un, none of us was over five hundred. Right. We won by proxy by what being seventy nine that year. So it's just crazy. Like it was literally a six win team could literally won the NFC East that year. Now fast right. forward to. You look at what happened last year with the success of the NFC East, where you had three teams making it in the playoffs. You had two teams battling out in the division round. And yeah, and then, you know, obviously we had a NFC champion come out of that division last year. And yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, the NFC East. And you look at even like the South last year, that was another one where Tampa Bay yeah. pretty much limped in. But now right. you're looking at you're looking at the Saints are 2 0, the Falcons are 2 0. Uh, the Bucks two and zero, and then even Panthers zero two. But hey, it is what it is, you know. Man. And zero two in the division, so and uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's it's it's, it's a bumpy ride, for, you know. That's one thing when you're in that fourth spot, and it's you know it's it's a small hole to climb <laughs> out now. But right. as he, as these weeks progress, and it's a bit it's a it's a big hole to climb. I. Been down that road last year, and yeah, it's a it's a whole decline, but right, it's crazy, but yeah, yeah, man. So hey, we got a great show lined up for you tonight. So what we're gonna do? We'll recap week two of the NFL season. So we'll just talk about our biggest winners, losers, um, some teams to look out that are zero and two, some teams that are two and zero. We'll talk about our game to watch. Uh, we'll also do our picks. And um, and then put a bow on tonight's Couch Coach Live. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a brief time out. We're going to keep that intro, and we'll be starting that show momentarily. We'll be right back here on Couch Coach Live.
and shout out to our guy, Big Kirko. Hopefully he'll get a win this week against the L.A. Chargers. Both teams are 0-2, so hopefully Big Kirko will get, get, a, get a victory, you know, especially mm-hmm. in L.A. coming off of back-to-back East Coast trips. So, hey, maybe, you know, maybe you can get the Chargers and, and be um, at least 1-2 by the end of the week, Kirko. So, but shout, out to, shout out to Big Kirko. But we're here. <laughs> so, yeah, so <laughs> we are here. So, we yeah, I, was yeah. like, I was like, what is he talking to? And I thought about it. Yeah, it's Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah. That's Big Kirk. Yeah, that's Big Kirk. Hopefully, Big Kirk. You can get. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's that's that's. Hey, that's his name, man. And he, and he pretty much got that essentially. That you know, the game against Washington, he goes on the plane with all those chains coming home, and hey, you know, hey. Have some have some fun on my expense. Why not? Why why don't you? So, and so we have about week two of the National Football League. So we definitely got to get into it. So first off, which team had the biggest win going into well? Which team had the biggest win in week two? In your personal opinion? Well, you know, I looked at it and I was like, I went through each one. There's a bunch. But I didn't want to be biased, and I felt like the Steeler game was. So I got I put two. So my first one, I'm gonna say the um, the Giants versus the Cardinals. I think you know we always kind of figured out the Giants was better than what they were, and they just went went up against the Cowboys. Cowboys have a great defense. Um, um, Daniel Jones had a he was 26 for 37, 321 yards, two TDs, one interception. You know Barkley had 63 yards. Daniel Jones had 59 rushing yards, and I you know. I don't understand that. You know, I get it. You know what I mean? I'm thinking Barkley should get at least 100 yards easy. I just don't understand how the quarterback – I don't know. I guess that's just the way the um, the league is going because if you – the more we go through this, you're going to see like there's – that's why I don't see a dominance, I guess you could say, because it seems like the quarterback is – the quarterbacks are running too much maybe. You know what I'm saying? But um, when especially when you got a dog like Barkley. But anyway um, – I said the Giants and the, um, winning over the Cardinals, but I really think the game of the week is my Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Cleveland Browns. I felt like it was an AFC North team um, game. I also feel like um, it was very physical. Like I tell, um, this is a September game. They're going to have to play them again, and so it gets so physical that players get hurt. And then once players get hurt, a lot of times the season changes. So you know, I hate to say with Chubb getting hurt. I think the the Browns is looking a little different. The def, even a lot of players on the defense got hurt. You know what I mean? So it's looking a little uh, even on their face. Even Mouse Garrett, he got a little of um, um a little had some little bit issues with I think with his ankle. But you kind of see on his face like, man, damn, this is going to be another struggle, see, struggling season when we finally got a quarterback that we paid all this money to. Which you know, not even gonna say that we still got a a, a quarterback that everybody's saying. It should be a great or at least a good quarterback. And then I think it got the defense got so physical. Defense on both teams was so physical that both quarterbacks didn't really do well. Their numbers are actually a lot, they look almost identical. But all it takes is one or two plays. Welcome to the AFC North. <laughs> you know what I mean? All it takes is one or two plays, and then you can win the game and make sure your field goal kicker is kicking the field goal. That is the AFC North style football. So I'm picking the – and I think 
that defense looks so dominant. And then with with Highsmith um, interception and knocking the ball out um, with TJ, um, it, they was they had middle linebackers. And um, I'm happy um, Peterson, the corner, he seemed like he got a little humble. You know what I mean? Um, it got to the point, man, like Watson didn't know where to throw the ball to. So like Cooper, um, you know, Amari Cooper was hurt. So they just had him every once in a while in the game. They had to literally really put him in the game. And then he started just trying to go to him <clears throat> because it's Amari Cooper. He's one of those great wide receivers that most likely if you touch the ball touches hands, he going to catch it, you know. But, man, it gave us what we wanted. I'm just going to say I really think that's the game. I think that yeah. was the game. And before we get started, I definitely um, forgot to do this, do this in the beginning, but um, this week's Couch Coach Live is powered by the good folks at SeatGeek. Head over to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code COUCHCOACH to get yourself $20 off at checkout with, when you first sign up with SeatGeek. So definitely a lot of games coming up this week and what have you. So definitely, you know, we got you hooked up. Just use that promo code COUCHCOACH at SeatGeek. We got you situated. Any game you got going on this weekend, going down the line, hmm. we got you. Put in that couch coach promo code, and so let's bring in let's bring in JB in the frame. Okay. All right, what's, what's up? going on, JB? What's up? What's going Not on? Much. What's going the on? The Giants. The Giants suck. <laughs> the Giants <laughs> suck. The Giants <laughs> suck. Yeah. So yeah. So JB, what's um in week two? Who was your biggest um? Which team had the biggest win in week two? Ooh, um, I would say probably the Stillers because um, the Stillers, you can't go, you can't start off 0-2. Um, you can't start off 0-2. And I thought the Stillers, um, that game could have easily gotten away from the Stillers from the standpoint mm -hmm. that Nick Chubb getting hurt had an emotional effect not only on the Browns, but I think it had an emotional effect on the Stillers. When a guy suffers like a real bad injury like that, it that the game can easily get away from you if the guys on your team or if the guys on the other team as well too. So, mm -hmm. um, uh, TJ Watt, man, TJ Watt is um, making a case to be a uh, defensive player of the year already. Um, I think it's going to be a good race between him, um, Bosa, uh, and Parsons, and um, also Miles Garrett. You know, but um, mm -hmm. I thought they had the biggest. Um, I thought they had the biggest win yeah. um, of of the week. The game of the week, man. I think Giants Cardinals was a good one, and also uh, your Commanders, your Commanders um, yeah, yeah. winning, your Commanders winning that game, man. Like y'all almost blew it. I know when I, I I was watching the game here, Ooh, and when I saw when I saw the Hail Mary, I was like, man, they trying to give my man CP a heart attack. <laughs> I was like, Dion, what did what did Dion always say on um on, when he was doing going NFL Network? You knock it yeah. down, you don't pop right. it up in the air, man. You know, uh, yeah. Yeah, oh man, that was yeah. I, I I'm just very thankful for my neighbors for that outburst on Saturday after Sunday afternoon. That that nobody knocked on my door and get in trouble. So I thank my neighbors for that. So, but yeah, that was a crazy one. But I think the team who who um the biggest win has got to be the Giants. I think considering the fact that they were down twenty nothing at halftime. That's right. Considering the fact that this they are, they are pretty much on a West Coast trip. So obviously tomorrow they'll play the um play the 49ers. And this one's where they were really facing potentially being 0-3 in this division where you have three of your of, of your NFC's brethren are undefeated. And that's one thing where you think that maybe not all three of us are 
be three and zero, but somebody's gonna be three and zero in this division, and that's a really uphill climb when you're zero and three, and you know you got a team in your division that's zero and three. So that was a season. I wouldn't say a season season saving. I know I exercise a little bit in hyperbole, but I think it was a big win to kind of pretty much save that season at this point of of the season, especially when you yeah. got you know you know Dallas, Washington, and Philly at um, two and zero. So. Big time win for them and to come back. And that's crazy because all of us played at four o'clock and it's like you're seeing it. Oh man, are they losing? Like, get out of here. Then, you know, in the midst of all our games, then you see the comeback. Now, like, okay, they pulled it out. But yeah, that's that's that and that. I low key like what Buffalo did. I think them getting themselves kind of back into a groove, even though I know people might say, you know, all oh, they beat the Raiders, but hey, you think to yourself, they won 38 to 10. Josh Allen had a great game. He pretty much distributed the ball to, you know, the office, the, the, the Dalton, um, Dalton Kincaid, um, then uh, the other tight end, uh, Dawson, and then also got uh, Gabe Davis involved. So um, they, you know, pretty much, especially after that Monday night football loss. So I definitely think that's something to kind of help their confidence in a sense. But, yeah. So we talk about from the, from the good of the wins. Who had the biggest loss this week? Um, I'm gonna start with you first, JB. What you got? Oof, biggest loss this week. I think that there are two teams um that you know you could say had the biggest loss. I think Denver, man, I think that's a disheartening loss, man. You you start off on two, and not only are you on two, but you lose your first two games at home. And you were up 21 to 3 against Washington, and you kind of lost control of the game the last two minutes of the first half. So I thought that that was a that was a disheartening loss for uh, for um, for the Broncos and the other team, um, the Bengals. Man, the Bengals started off zero and two. And if you would have told me beginning of the year they were going to start off zero and two, I, I would have said it's a possibility. But you know, you look at who they lost. To, you lost two divisional games. You lost you lost against Cleveland and you lost against um, you lost against Baltimore. You're behind the eight ball already this year. I know they started off zero and two last year. But it was a bit different last year because they one of the games they lost last year was against Dallas. You losing a game against a team in another conference, I mean, it sucks, but it really doesn't really hurt you when it comes to playoff positioning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you think you losing essentially it's six divisional games. You've already lost a third of them already. Yeah, I know. I know. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, I think the best thing they can hope for. Um, I mean, the best thing you can hope for is that you. Uh, so. They lost to Cleveland, and they lost. Uh, they lost to Cleveland, and they lost to uh, to Baltimore. You're at a, you're in a situation now where you have to sweep Pittsburgh, essentially. Yeah, because you can't. You, I think the best thing they can hope for is three and three in the division now. Yeah, right. which that's 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 almost like running the table at this point. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a tall task. Yeah. Quick question. <clears throat> um, I hadn't really watched them much. Do you think I know? Do you think Burrow's got paid right? Yeah. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. you think that might be affecting now that he got his? Uh, I don't. So I think I think a lot of people have been making a big deal about the first week of the season because quarterback play hasn't really been good this year. There there hasn't been like outstanding quarterback play. I think right. week one was kind of a wash because the what the weather was so bad, man. I think, and I still say this. I think. The 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 biggest thing that can wreck a game plan in NFL is bad weather, especially okay. pouring down rain. So I think right. week one 
And also, they just don't match up well with the Browns. The Browns just wrecked their offensive right. line. Right. And I, I just think also the second game, um, I think you're seeing that another issue you're seeing with a lot of these teams, teams with veteran quarterbacks are not playing their veterans in preseason. And so these offenses right. look out of sync. Right. They're out of sync the first two, three, four games of the season. So I think it's a combination of the first week, they just – it's a bad matchup. And then the second game, I think Burrow, Burrow hurt. I think that that hip – I think that that hip that he has is worse than um, he's letting on. And I just think that they're rusty. You know, I think – I don't think it has anything to do with them getting paid. And I just think it's unfortunate, too, looking at Cincinnati. Cincinnati and the Eagles actually had, I think, the biggest cheat code in the NFL. They had a really good quarterback on a cheap deal. So when you have that, you have to build your team well. And Cincinnati, unfortunately, was not able to build an offensive line. Their offensive line is still a weakness. Right. And, you know, yeah. in that division with the Steelers, with the Ravens, and with the Browns, that's not a good division for you to have a bad yeah. offensive line. Right. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. And I think, too, um, like you said, and it's less preseason time because, you know, we used to have four what? weeks. Right. Now it's now it's more condensed. Yeah. And then, like you said, even him having the injury in, in the, in the uh, preseason, I think that's starting to kind of – Coming right. to fray, and then I think defenses are now. You know, you're looking at what they're doing to Jamar Chase, and they're like balling him up. So it's like right. one of those things where, and it's just like you said, it's 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 it's, it's the beginning. Like it's it's still, it literally is almost like you really got to wait this out for like the first month. The first month is like essentially, it's like preseason in a sense. Especially like you said, the lack of starters right. not period. playing. Right. Yeah, because most of these guys who are playing in the preseason. Are either on the practice squad or not even not right. on, on, even on this roster? You know they're playing a significant amount of time, so right. it's a lot. Yeah. So who's your who's your biggest loss um, this week, Matt? What you got? I got two. Also, I got Browns and the Broncos. Um, the Browns to me, I'm only going to talk about Watson. It just seemed after Chubb got hurt, it seemed to to me it seemed like Watson got a little shaky towards the end. He seemed like he was losing his cool. I knew when he threw that ball though um, to the wall. I was like, oh, he being disrespectful. <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't think you should have done that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it got a little ugly towards the end, didn't it? You know what I mean? But he still seemed like he was extremely uncomfortable, man. Where even him, like when he scrambled, he didn't even look fast, really. Am I am I my tripping? If some people saying he losing, he doesn't seem like he might have lost a step. I I don't want to say that, you know what I mean? But he just mm -hmm. looked shaky. He looked, but like I said, like um, JB said, I didn't even think about that. Everybody, especially the, the Browns, they looked extremely emotionally kind of distraught about Chubb when once Chubb got hurt. It just seemed like even Miles Garrett, and then everybody just seemed like they just started getting hurt. Like every player is another player on the on the, on, the, on the ground hurt. It was just always was something with the Browns. But I'm definitely going to say the Broncos. Um, I think the you know Peyton and Russ. Russell Wilson, it ain't really looking too good. The Broncos looking like they did last year. I don't know. I, I don't know if the experiment with Russell leaving um, Seattle. I got to I'm just going to say it. Do y'all feel like he did well because he because because of the coach? When he played I mean, for the Seahawks? He kind of regressed even in Seattle. I mean, you think about yeah, he it. Did. It's right. kind of like, I mean, he yeah he regressed even in the days because I mean we talk about like 2020 where the first half he looked like MVP 
And then the second and half of the up. season, he tailed off, and it's almost eerily similar to his 2021 season. Well, no, that, that was the year he got the edge of his finger. Right. That's yeah. right. Cause all these years run together now, Lord. All these no, years run together. But I remember that. Y'all pointed out yeah. on, on the show was that they would be doing – the Seahawks would do so well in the beginning of the season, then November, like October, November hit, and it just seemed like they would just go downhill. And it's like, I don't know. Like, seeing Geno Smith do so well, I said, well, maybe maybe their coach is actually pretty special. Maybe he know how to bring the best of the situation. And it just seemed like they gave everything to Russell Wilson, and it just seemed like he probably just sold them on some BS because it just didn't – I mean, he got his numbers. Don't get me wrong. Three T – he got – he was 18 for 32. He was 308, three TDs, one interception. And he, he got 56 yards rushing, and he – all the rest of the running backs combined got less than him. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, I think with Russ, man, I think that I think that um, it's just when he was with Seattle, he took a lot of sacks. I think there was like a four-year period where he took right. like close to like 230 sacks. And I just yeah. think that has taken a toll on him. What I see is I see a guy that's just – he doesn't have that athleticism anymore. I think um, a lot of his game was built on athleticism and – since since the since um starting with the second half of 2020 he's looked like a below average quarterback he has mm. um and i mean it's it's not changing i think that the experiment is over with i think people gave the daniel hackett a really hard time last year and look i think hackett was in over his head but i think a lot of the issues with with denver last year deals with russ russ is just not seeing the field well he's not seeing the field well he's taking like even um you know uh they were in the red zone they were down 35 24 like you can't take that sack there you have to throw the ball away you throw the ball through the end zone you you live to fight another day and it's like he's making a lot of mistakes that you see you see young quarterbacks make you don't see veteran quarterbacks making this is going back to like this is the third year he's been doing this he's been making a lot of bad mistakes that a veteran quarterback a super bowl winning quarterback you know, an MVP candidate, these are mistakes that you're not supposed to be making. And he's been making them consistently. Yeah. yeah. And I, and like you said, in the age now, because he might be 35 in November. So yeah. it's just one of those where it's just, it's it's just it's just the father time is catching up with him. And yeah, like you said, I think there was a lot of stuff in that game, especially like the careless. And I think, I, I mean, I, I think Russell, definitely that, that fumble recovery, which you can't like that. You should know that you are in bounds, and you and you fumble that football, and it's almost like he is like it's almost it was like, what the hell was you thinking? Just just let let the ball, you know, let it let you know, pretty much that having control of the ball in that predicament that led to that fumble recovery, which kind of helped out help us um help the run in the beginning because obviously at that time they were up, and I think that's another thing too where he does the stuff that's careless, and it's it's funny, it's like. Don't want to go back eight years ago, but you know you think about the situation in the Super Bowl. So it's like one of those when you look at where it's just and like and it didn't even the Sean Payne thing. I know he made a comment about well we'll go back to the wristband. So now I'm like so that lets me know like you said that's that's not the proof of what JB saying. This experiment is done because part of me like you saying stuff like this out public and I'm like come on man like and, and, and we know like. Like this time last year, that was one of the discussions. I know Pete Carroll was talking about the wristband about it last year. Now, fast forward, now you're looking at what Sean Payton is doing. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, now, like you said, 
you got maybe two potentially failed relationships, who's a common denominator? Russell Wilson. So, right. you know, and then even the whole thing of him saying, well, I don't want him to kiss babies. I want, you know, essentially, you know, pretty much, you know, this whole persona about him. But I'm like, he had this persona from the jump. So it's like, why are you going to change somebody who's had this persona for years? So that lets me know that those like those are the tea leads that we get that I think people fail to realize, like, those stuff you don't say, especially somebody who's been like that pretty much for the majority of his career, you know. Right. So you say stuff like that, this ain't gonna work. Right. But, but yeah, those um, yeah. are my those are my two games though. Um, yeah, I, I think mine's I think it's gotta be the obvious. I think the Cleveland Browns, I think especially Considering the fact they were in the driver's seat of this win, like especially right. considering the fact that this team would have been two and zero on the season, and then obviously you look at you know the, you losing Nick Chubb mm-hmm. you know, with this you know with a season ending injury, and it's and it's just like one of those where you root for a guy like him. Obviously he had that that horrific knee injury um, at Georgia years ago, what, about 2015 or so, whatever. But um, you look at that, and then you know you how oh, man that you know that's you know but then. Like I said, Cleveland was in the driver's seat for this victory. Obviously, TJ Watt get that that fumble recovery and score and pretty much put you guys up um, to win this football game. But yeah, I definitely think this is a that's one thing where your season can go from one. This is how you know your season intersects. It can go left or go right, right. and this where it's, you know this is where I think you look at it early on. Right. And this is kind of one of those things where you you might look at this maybe at the quarter mark of the season or maybe even at the midseason and look at this loss and be like, maybe this might've been a start of something bad, you know, right. for this Cleveland Browns thing. So, you know, we always look at Cleveland Browns team and something always bound to happen for them. I mean, in a negative way. Right. So it's almost, it almost feel like it's not doom and gloom, but it kind of was like, okay, where well, we headed. Cause this, this is a game that we could have had, but right. we kind of let this, let this, let this kind of slip away from us. And, you know, these type of games, like you said, like we talked about the, the AFC North, these are the games, you know, you gonna you you'll be thinking something like, damn, we should have won in September, you know, when it comes down, you know, in the nitty-gritty, like, oh, I could have had this win, you know. So I look at it from the standpoint, it's just a week two. I know we, you know, but and that's that was how a I feel physical game, bro. Like I was just it I was, was so like when I was I watched it, I felt like I was in. I was like, Man, this is really physical, bro. <laughs> like that <clears throat> was and then like it seemed like just everybody was just getting hurt and hurt. Mick Fitzpatrick got hurt. I was like, man. You just know the importance of of that game too. Like, like, hey, coach, you still they gonna you still think the Browns gonna win the division? I think so. I mean, I, I think they still got some a legitimate shot. I mean, because you know they they could bring in Kareem Hunt. So, I mean, I mean, it ain't over. Right. And I, I think and I think the thing with Deshaun Watson, all that people saying, oh, like your boy Shady, he you, y'all need a refund. He's regressed. He's definitely has regressed. He's definitely not the 2020 Deshaun Watson that we know. But, it, you know, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. I think I'm a legitimate shot. I mean, it's yeah, early. I mean, they, it's they early. Do got, they, they do got a shot. I, I see. It's hey, early. Boy, JB, get your boy. It's early. Yeah, yeah. I, I th- yeah, I picked I pick the I picked the Browns to win the division, too. I, I actually yeah. – their, their, de- their, their defense is going to keep them against – Deshaun, right. as long as – Deshaun was really bad on Monday night. If Deshaun is not a complete, if, if he's not a complete disaster, I still like them um, in this um, in this division um, because I I don't think I don't 
I'm sorry, man. I'm I'm not I'm oh, not sold on the Ravens. I'm not sold on the Ravens yet. So okay, but see, but but like I, I was telling, I know we gotta move on, coach. But I, okay. I was talking to a, another podcast my brother was on, and he was talking about Kenny Pickett, and I was like, I hate when all balls down. This is the AFC North. You can sit there and think about quarterbacks in the AFC North. It's not like a bunch of big great quarterbacks has been in that damn division. You know what I'm saying? Especially one Super Bowls. I mean. Trent yeah. Elfer, you know what I mean? I was like Joe Flacco, like he was damn near successful for the Ravens. And you know, you know, he's not in your top 10 greatest, you know, quarterbacks, even then, like, you know what I mean? So I was like, oh, yeah. as long as you can manage the game and, oh, and, yeah. and you're good. As long as you can manage the game. And like I said, if you could just pull a couple, just a couple of the plays out with that physical game, then you can mess around and win. Okay, yeah, no, no. And I, I I'm I'm higher on I'm higher on Pittsburgh. I think people overreacted with Pittsburgh losing the first game of the season. Just I, I think the 49ers were not a good matchup for the Steelers. Yeah. So I don't think that that's indicative of how the Steelers season is gonna go. So yeah, and San Francisco was yeah. And I picked the Steelers to win this game too, actually, in my pick'em league. So I I picked the Steelers to win this game, actually. So like against the Browns. So like Fireman, Fireman, Fireman Kansas. Go ahead, though. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and, and San Francisco is it, a two bowl contending team. So, I mean, you think about yeah. it, you know, you think to yourself, they, you know, they could have been a Sam Donald or a, you know, Brock Purdy away from going to Super Bowl. I mean, right. it, you know, it wouldn't have been fair legal fail. So, you know, right. Yeah. It's it what it is. But yeah. <laughs> so, um, let's see. So, and this is out. I, I always do this stuff, like, especially every, this, every year, especially at, at, um, going to week three. All right, so which 0-2 team, um, I say it's a contender, but in a sense, which 0-2 team that you have faith in as far as, uh, you know, so who, who you guys got? I'm going to go with you first, JB. What you got? Um, So this just com- this comes down to – this This came down to a few teams for me. So, I mean, like, um, I'm going to go with Carolina. I'm joking, not the Carolina Panthers. Their offensive line is garbage, but <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not going to say that. You should have me drug tested if I say that. But I think for me, it, it comes down to either the Chargers or the Bengals. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean the Bengals because the Bengals have been in the situation before where they've been on two and they've gotten out of it, and they seem to be a team. They tend to get off the slow starts, but they tend to get their act together. Um, in in um, in October. When you know the second, you want to be playing your best football the second half of the year. So the the Bengals have done this. The Chargers have have Herbert, and the thing that's really funky about the Chargers, um, they have not turned the ball over this year. They they basically have done everything. You're, I just think that the char- I think the Chargers are just a poorly coached team, man. Like I think that they should have. And I hate to say this, man, because I don't like for people to lose their job, but like they should have fired Staley last year after they had the meltdown in Jacksonville and they should have brought in a new coach. Like, I just feel like Herbert, why didn't you try to go out and get uh, Sean Payton? Why not put Sean Payton and Herbert together? But yeah, those are my. yeah, th- those are my those are my two teams that I have the most faith in, and the reason why is because I think that they have two of the better quarterbacks, uh, her, uh, the Chargers and um, and the Bengals. And if I had to pick one of the two, I would go with the Bengals. I, I said I okay. bet you Sean Payton agrees with you, John JB. Uh, oh, I, 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 Sean, <laughs> I think I think I think had the Chargers. I think had it been come down to the Chargers and the Broncos, I think that Sean Payton probably would have he would have been like. 
I'm going to LA, baby. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. I'm going right. to LA. <laughs> I don't so, need them Sierra problems. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, I got two teams too. Um, I definitely I got the Chargers also. Um, and I put the Vikings. Um, I think they just need to figure it out. I think they're gonna regress. Though. I think they are gonna regress, but I think that um, I think they're better than what they are. Oh yeah, no, they are. They. They are they that that was a tough game uh, because like to me they, they should have beat Philly man but you can't fumble the ball four times they have four turnovers so I mean mm. you know um and Cousins he got flat Cousins played very well last Thursday night when you look at the fact that the Eagles were were wrecking his offensive line the whole night and he was still able to make these big plays I mean but mm-hmm. yeah the the Vikings are up there too uh, the Vikings have a lot of um. They have a lot of talent on that team, but I, 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 I had, I had them taking a step back this year anyway. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, on you see, okay, all right. Um, yeah, I, I, it's got like I had, I had matched between the Chargers and the Bengals. I only say the Bengals because the Bengals are my Super Bowl pick, so it's like I, right. I, I need that to come through at some point. Right. Um, but like you said, the Chargers. I, I'm, sw- I swear to you. Being a Commanders Cowboys fan, you we think we're crazy, but just imagine being a Chargers fan. Um, it's weird, like like you said, zero turnovers. They have scored what fifty eight points and have lost and lost back a bad score of five points in them two in them two losses. Yeah. Now, do you remember when they when the when when the Chargers led the NFL in and offense, they had the top offense and the hop in the top defense. It didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> it's so it's it's so weird. Like what's what happens with the Chargers? Like like you think to yourself, this team like they have zero turnovers and they've lost they've lost two games in a row and it's and it's odd and it's one of those where and then like you said, I think they should have got rid of. Um, they should have got rid of Stanley because you think about it. I think in the presser, I think it was last week, not not last week, but week one after they lost to the Dolphins. Somebody asked him about it's a carryover from the Jacksonville game, and you can tell like that bothered him. So it was like kind of one of the things where I think even though he say with a brave face, like oh it doesn't affect us, but the answer him answering that question maybe realized he was he's still a little you know a little you know still thinking about it, still on his mind. And like you said, that's like you said, that would open the door for Sean Payton, and that that would have been, I think, the next generation of of the Saints in the sense where I think he would have kind of made you know the Chargers more. And they're still a good team, but he would have made them a little bit more relevant, especially especially when you got a Patrick Mahomes in that division. You needed somebody like you. That would have been the right quarterback coach duo. In my personal opinion, but um, mm-hmm. but 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 your boy Kellen Moore, I mean, hey, your your boy Kellen Moore, he he doing his thing with Justin Herbert. So I can't even be mad at him. But 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 is he really doing? I don't see. I I don't I don't I don't see a I don't see a difference in our office. Like I thought, like the whole point of them getting Kellen Moore was like they were going to throw the ball down the field more. They're yeah. still being they're still being very conservative. They're not pushing the ball down the field. It's just weird, man. Like yeah. they're just then, they're just yeah. a weird team. And then yeah. with Eckler being out, and that's like it's weird. Like, yeah. and that's why, like, that's why it's like with us. Okay, we can kind of diagnose this, our problems in a and someone of like a holistic way. But with the Chargers, like, you can never like scratch the surface. Like, 
what the hell is really going on with this? This, this is beyond football to me. Right. Because you you've done every you you're doing things that most teams can can win football games. You know, yeah. and it, it, so it's it's just it's just bizarre how this, all this is happening. And then, like you said, it's gonna be really interesting when they play. You know, the the zero and two Minnesota Vikings this week, and like you said, who's gonna get off that snag? Oh yeah, um, and I think I think it just uh, CP Maui. I just think it comes down to this man. I just think that they're a poorly coached football team. When you keep on losing these close games, these close games come down to coaching, play calling, and just everything. And I just think that when you keep on blowing big leads and you keep on losing close games, I think it comes down to coaching, man. I I, I really do. I really do. And I think that I think also this. I think I've always been a believer that if you're a football team. You only fire your coach when the, what your coach is known for. If it's become a weakness on the team, Staley's supposed to be this defensive mastermind. He's not. Their defense is just their defense is nothing to write home about. Like I mean, okay. I, I don't see any improvement. Like JC J, JC Jackson went there. He's horrible. Bill Belichick was using him in a good way. Like he's horrible with, with the Chargers. Like I, I just they're, they're a very frustrating team to watch. They should definitely. They should be two and zero at worst, one and one, not zero and two. And then you know what's funny about all that? What? So remember, the previous coach was really similar, where he couldn't execute and get games. They got rid of Anthony Lynn, offensive centric coach at the time, right. and then they uh-huh. bring him with 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 you know my my uh, the golden boy Sean McVay's former defensive coordinator. So you know it's. Yeah. I find this all very peculiar. I find it very peculiar because it was, it, if they were winning some game, you know, with Sale first year, I know, I know when they played us the first game of the season and they pulled pulled out a victory like that, and I figured that was going to be somewhat of the change. But like you said, even going now back to the playoff game where they pretty much had that game in the bag, we thought this, this was over for Jacksonville. And then, you know, you lose that ding, you know, now you start 0 2. Yeah, it's going to be, yes. Yeah, Charters are—they—it's strange. It's, oh yeah, that's—it's yeah, crazy. I mean, they went from—they—they they couldn't even sell out soccer stadium once upon a time. It's—it's wild. It's wild. It's wild. It's wild. It's wild. It's wild out here. So, let's talk about um, next one. We're gonna talk about which two and O team is a pretender. Who you got, JB? <laughs> Well, I think that you have to look at. I think that you have to look at uh, the NFC South, man. Like, I'm gonna say this. Hate to say this, my 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 favorite basketball team resides here. I, I think the Saints are pretenders, man. Like, I, I'm gonna say this. I, I'm I'm gonna say this, man, about the Saints. Their offense just does not look good, man. They don't score enough points. I think that. So here's my thing. I think that when you look at it from a roster standpoint, the division should be the Saints easily. I didn't go with the Saints. I don't know who you fellas picked to win the division. I actually picked uh I picked I picked the Falcons to win the division, actually. I just think that they have a really they have a really like crazy team to prepare for. I know Ritter's not the best quarterback in the world, but like just the way that they run the football, they have two really good backs. Um they found a way. Who's the guy? Uh, the the returner, the guy that was that was well known for returning. They use him too. Oh, um, Cordell Patterson. Cordell, Cordell Patterson. Patterson. 
they're just, dude, I think that they're just like a really funky team to match up with. And I, I, I yeah. like them to actually win the division, but it's just something's off about the Saints. Um, I know people, um, I've always told people this about Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr, he's a 2020 quarterback, man. He can move the ball from the 20 to the 20, but there are just too many times where I've just seen over the years where he gets into the red zone. He can't get, he can't score touchdowns. He's been a very bad, he's been a very bad quarterback in the red zone. I think they're only two, two of the 10 years he's been in the league has this team finished top 12 in red zone efficiency. I think the saints are probably going to start losing a bunch of close games. Um, I also kind of have some apprehensions about the bucks, but I think the bucks have a, have a decent defense. And they still have some good weapons with, with Evans and with uh, the other guy. Uh, I can't think of his name. Godwin. Godwin. Yeah, well, Godwin. They have and they have a decent tight end too. So I think I, I, a lot of people were were saying, you know, the Bucks three and 14, 4 and thirteen. I never bought that. I thought the Bucks yeah. at worst were about were going to be about like a seven to ten team. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. But I I don't believe in the Saints, man. I I I don't believe in them at all, man. I I think that they're I think that they're fraudulent. Actually, I had the Saints winning division, <laughs> but yeah, I now think that most everybody. What you got? Whatever. Make? I was trying to get views, so I said the Panthers. Don't judge me, JB. Oh no, <laughs> um, I had the dude. I, I before 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 pre before preseason before I saw mm -hmm. preseason, I had the. I was like, I think the Panthers going this division. I saw the offense line. I was like, man, they go get. I was like, they go get. They go get that man killed, man. They go get. You 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 quiet as kept. You can't knock down. I just looked at the Falcons. Then you know when I, when I was looking at stuff, <clears throat> excuse me, they they was throwing in like certain things. They was putting on defense, like it was Bud Dupree and it was a, a I think a lineman that they picked up. They was doing all this all these stuff, and I was like, man, they're gonna be quiet, quiet as kept. They're gonna be dangerous. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I said slash Panthers slash Falcons. I said it could easily be the Falcons, but I agree with everything that you said. I I did pick two teams and they all in the in the NFC South. I put I said um definitely said the Saints. I just feel like I looked at they almost lost to the to the to the Panthers, and there's nothing really positive you can say about the Panthers much. And I'm like, the Saints should be better. They should have beat them like they should be like 30-17 or 35-17. They got so many weapons. You know what I mean? It doesn't it doesn't make any sense, but. I think you just proved why, and it, and it is it's most might be just Derek Carr, but they've always had these seem like these quarterback issues. Anyway, I said the Saints, you know what I mean. But I also said the the Bucks. Also, I said the Bucks because I feel like they do have the weapons, but I feel like they still building chemistry with with Baker Mayfield, and I do think Baker's going to be successful there. But I just don't want I want him to stay humble. And um, keep pushing that way, but that can easily change. Like he seemed like he could be a ticking time bomb, maybe. You know what I mean? And then have like, you know, these two games was this, and then the next three games it could be horrible. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah, I, I think Baker plays better when he has a chip on his shoulder. I think that like the last two plus years have definitely humbled him actually, and I just think that he yeah. plays better when he's actually angry. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, yeah, Miles, I think when you look at the Saints, I looked at it because I, I looked from the standpoint of Derek Carr, I think, is the best quarterback in this division. So I was like, right. I almost kind of reminded me of how the NFC South was last year, where, hey, the best quarterback essentially uh, won this division. So um, a part of me, and it's, I know it's early, but a part of me is is the Falcons at this point. I mean, I'm I, I very impressive win over 
uh, Carolina last week. I mean, week one, and then obviously the comeback win against uh, Green Bay this week. Um, the only thing I, I before I kind of say there, uh, a pretend I really want to see what these new two week, what these these next two weeks will be for them. Obviously, they go to Detroit and then they go to Jacksonville. So I think this it's going to be a clear indication within the next two weeks is this team not a contender for the sense, but more so, hey, can they hang in? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, from that standpoint. But, yeah, and, and Atlanta's really dynamic as well, too, where you look at Desmond Ritter. I think, like you say, he's average at best quarterback. You got B.J. Robinson there, Cordell Patterson, you know, obviously Pitts. Algier. Algier is good, too. Algier is good, too. Yep, because, yeah, he yeah he, he definitely, in that, especially in that um, opening game, he was he was a monster in that opening game. And then Drake, um, mm, love Garrett, call him Drake made. Um, uh, the, the um, their wide receiver, um, the one from USC, I forgot his, um, damn, I lost my train of thought. The um, the wide receiver for Atlanta, um, the one with the USC, Drake London, Drake London, this is on Drake London, and then yeah. they have you know, they have uh, they have the the the, the monster tight end who they really haven't seen Cal to be Pitts. able to use over Cal Pitts, Cal yeah, Pitts, so I yeah. mean, like. They have some yeah. weapons, man. I just think that, yeah. I think they're just a really funky team to match up with. I think that like like when you look at the upper echelon teams in the league, like I think the 49ers will definitely destroy them. I think that they have like a lot of tools in the toolbox. But I think that if you're an yeah. average team or if you're a young team, they're a team that can really they can really cause you some problems, actually. Yeah. So hence hence Green Bay and Carolina yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Green Bay should have and Green Bay Green Bay should have won that game too, but like yeah. um, you know, yeah. it's it happens. Happens, yeah. And it gives that's why any given Sunday is at best for sure. So we turn the page from the week that was to the week that is going to happen. So, fellas, let's just go around the horn. Uh, what is the game to watch this weekend? Essentially, uh, what's the game to watch this weekend? Could be college, NFL. What you got? I'm gonna go with you first, JB. What you got? Oh, so for college, um, one of the games I'm looking at, I'm looking at that Oregon-Colorado game. I, I think that this is going to be a really, really, really interesting game right there. So for college, I would say that. And for uh, the NFL, um, I'm really uh, looking at uh, the Monday night. Is, is this a new thing? Because I thought that it was just like they did it one of the first two weeks of the year, the doubleheader on Monday night football. It looks I like they're doing it, it back-to-back weeks. Yeah, and I think this it, is it for it. Because I, I don't know, because I know – um, I, either Laura Rutledge or one of them was saying, "Will we do this five, five, five more times?" So I'm assuming, I'm thinking it's going to be somewhere in the back end. I know they're going to have a game that week 18. So I'm thinking it's I don't know because at first it used to just be that one that one week, and now it's back to back weeks. But I don't, yeah, um, yeah, that's very interesting. They have you know these Monday night double headers. But um yeah I, yeah I, I I think it's only gonna be for this uh, you know this week for what I see from the foreseeable future for the schedule wise I know obviously one this Monday did this Monday coming up so yeah but um we got Bowie who's your game to watch this week what game what game did you pick JB Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So my other game, uh, so the two games I'm looking at, one college game is the Colorado Oregon game. Mm-hmm. Other game I'm looking forward to, um, I'm looking at. Um, I think that that Philly, that Philly Tampa game um, in Tampa yeah. ought to be interesting too. It's gonna be interesting yeah. to see uh, the weather because um, a lot of teams that come from the north that go down to Florida, they have real, they have a lot of problems in September actually. Like I remember New England 
they don't have a very good record going down to Miami uh, because of the humidity. So I'm really looking forward to that to that Eagles Tampa game. I think the the mass majority are going to pick the Eagles, but I think that game could be I think that game could be very close actually. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna pick definitely the. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely Colorado and um, Oregon game, but um, I'm gonna pick the Bills versus the Commanders. I think I'm very intrigued in that game. Um, the Commanders two and zero, of course. See if they can. Um, I think if they was to beat the Bills, I think people are really gonna start talking about the Commanders and say, "Hey, man, this this team might be something to really be talking about." You know what I mean? They're not a pretender. They're a contender. You know what I mean? Like um, the Bills look like they're regressing. I think it's um some of the stuff I've been saying. It's, do you do, do you feel like like maybe Josh Allen Josh Allen starting starting to do too much or something like that? He seemed like he's out of sync or something. It just seemed like. But, but I think I mean like I'm that's talking about that's, that's, that's been that's been his problem his whole career though, Maui. I mean I it, think it that yeah. yeah yeah I mean you look at um like I think that the poster boy of like just bad decision making has been um, Jameis Winston. I mean you look at Jameis Winston culminating that thirty touchdown thirty interception season, but I mean. When you look at Josh Allen from 2021 until, uh, you know, the first game of 2023, I mean, he's had, like, something like 60 turnover-worthy plays according to PFF. I mean, he constantly puts the ball in harm's way. And, you know, the the tragedy of that of that Monday night game um, with Favre getting hurt was just that Josh Allen, if Josh Allen had played like Dak Prescott did on Sunday, just, like, taking stuff underneath, just yeah. protecting the football – the Bills win that game easily, but it's like he couldn't control himself. He was constantly putting the ball in double and triple coverage, and it's like all quarterbacks have done that. I mean, I've seen games where Big Ben has had multiple turnover games. I've seen Peyton Manning do it, and I've seen right. Brady do it, but the difference between those guys and what Josh Allen did, they would make the mistake maybe one or two times, but then the third time, they're like, okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to like right. let this game get out of hand, but it's like Josh Allen couldn't he can't help himself sometimes. And if you look at the Manning cast, uh, Peyton Manning was really disappointed in him. Peyton Manning had talked about how he had talked to Josh Allen in the off season and how Josh Allen has said, you know, I'm not going to do this anymore. And like he threw the, the first interception and Peyton Manning was like, he lied to me. Peyton Manning yeah. looked legitimately yeah. upset, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing where you look at what Josh Allen, like, like, like I talked about it in the beginning, he had a great game last week, and, it, and but he has those moments where he looks good one week and then he looks terrible the next. And like you said, that's where I look at it from that standpoint of like um, that that Monday night game. He it, it was four turnovers, obviously three interceptions, and then and then the fumble. And like you said, that would have been the game that they should have easily won, considering the fact that what happened with Aaron Rodgers. That took the right. air out out out, out this out that stadium, so that would have been a great opportunity for them kind of to build the momentum. But Josh Allen, but that's what with Josh Allen and people, and it's funny people will say like, "Oh well, Dak Prescott throws all these interceptions," but I'm like, Josh Josh Allen hold my beer, like, but but that, but that just shows you kind of like how that how that perception is, where it's like people don't people fail to realize that Josh Allen is is the worst. Like when it comes to you know when it comes to turnovers, like you said, especially you know, and you look at like the Jets who have an optimistic you know this um, optimistic defense and they pulled it off, and that's one thing too. Where it's really gonna be interesting against this Commanders defense, of, right? You know what they can do. You know what what um 
and can can watch essentially can like Emmanuel Forbes a guy like him can he step up and get some plays Cam Curl right. you know that's 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 for tomorrow that's for Commanders in the chat but now I'll yeah, be, be here for two hours on that one but yeah but he um but it seemed like everybody's not talking positive about the Bills so I I will I would say they're going up against a a team that got a new energy they pumped up they two and zero and it's at home too right. Yeah, yeah, sold Washington, out. right? Sold out, sold so, out. So, for 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 Josh Allen, all the criticism, losing to the Jets, and I mean, he went up. They went. He did good against the Raiders, and no disrespect, but you know, and this team is two and zero, and and, and, and uh, they go in there, and he looks stinky, and he looks hard. I mean, he looks. Let's just say he has a, a great game, but they still lose. And what is this? Only September, though. You know what I mean? Still, yeah, that division. I don't. I think that's a division. He don't. He. He. They need to win some games. For sure, and they got my, what Miami the following week. So yeah, they got to pick the themselves game. up yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. Um. Yeah, my um. Josh Allen. Um. I. I. I just think it's the media drop, and we know it. We know this about like in like the actual news, not just sport news. The media just they drive they drive these opinions and people buy into them like the whole idea that Prescott is this this turnover machine is not true. I mean, last year was the only year where, where interceptions were an issue, and I mean, half of his interceptions last year were off of tip balls too, which the media doesn't do. And you know, it was, it was kind of ridiculous where Josh Allen has always been turnover prone. It was like, right. oh, this guy's an MVP candidate. And it's like, well, <laughs> right. I mean, he Thank he you, is. Baby. Yeah, he, what happens is, yeah, but yeah, he 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 is an MVP candidate. But I think that, like, when you look at Josh Allen, you have this quarterback who has this unbelievable arm, but he's a gunslinger. I mean, you have to take the good with the bad with him. Right. So, because what happens is he gets five touchdowns, but he has three interceptions. So that's why, like you said, he puts up the numbers. Like he can have a 40, 50 touchdown season, but you have double digits interceptions and that's why like you yeah. said the perception is it, it's almost to me I, I hate to say it like this it's almost like almost like a Brett Favre type of thing where remember how he would put up numbers and then all of a sudden like he'll throw these crazy interceptions and then it's like people fail to realize because I think it, it, it'll be an interesting case study like when he retires like like as far as how his interception to touchdown ratio would be it's gonna be fascinating Cause like yeah, oh, yeah. and he, he, yeah like yeah because people will highlight and gloss and say hey yeah he had five he had five touchdowns in this game but they'll be like oh well he didn't have he had two interceptions but no one's gonna say that well he had three yeah. because oh well the five looks good right yeah yeah, yeah. and you know even the the last opening opening the opening game of the season last year against the Rams when he played good he oh, yeah. he threw. He threw a lot of dumb ball. He threw an interception. He had a fumble <laughs> in that game. So I mean, you know, it's just I, I just think the the media they just drive these these narratives sometimes, and some of these narratives are not completely true, right? Yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah, but I mean, he, he's still a dog. So you know, he's still a yeah. dog. He's somebody that still uh, ain't going. You know, hedge my you know hedge against him for sure. But um, oh yeah. So my yeah. Um, so my game to watch, and I know I knew Colorado, um, you know, obviously Colorado, Oregon. It is at a, at a reasonable time this time, so I, I give them credit. 
Because I'm telling you, this he got me watching football games at two o'clock in the morning, and I'm yeah, I, I'm crazy. too I'm too old for that. I'm too old for that. <laughs> but um, I do. But the game I really want to see, I definitely want to see. Um, I go against the grain. Notre Dame versus um, uh, well, Notre Dame versus Ohio State. Uh, obviously, uh, under the lights and, and touchdown, Jesus. I think you look at just we really don't know much about this Ohio State team. Obviously, you look at. Um, you, you know, obviously got Cal McCord as a quarterback. You know, we got the you know the, the, the same usual suspects, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., Trevion Henderson out of Hopewell. Yeah. Um, so you look at that, yeah. So, um, yeah. So we'll see what that. And then you're looking at now. You look at Sam Hartman, a guy that pretty much was you know uh, doing this thing at Wake Forest, and then now he comes here to Notre Dame, and he's, I mean. You know, people talk about you know Shadur Sanders. You talk about Cal, um, Caleb Williams. Um, you know Michael Penix Jr. But Sam Hartman has had a low-key good season thus far. I think he's a little over a thousand yards, thirteen touchdowns, zero interceptions. He's had a quiet year, especially in a, in a year of in, in the valley of all the quarterbacks that we've had discussed. Um, and I think if you from an NFL perspective, I definitely like the, the Chargers and the Vikings game, even though they're both zero and two teams. But these are still good, two two good quarterbacks. Uh, I think they're going to be battling out in Minnesota, so I think that's going to be somewhat of a game to watch. But let's go to our picks, which is crazy. I don't know. So last week we were four and three again, so we got a combined record now of eight and six on the season. So we finally got a guest picker. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go around the horn. So we got number four, Florida State, traveling to Clemson. JB, who you got in this matchup? Man, this is a tough one. Um, I didn't like the way Florida State played last week, and I understand it's a different week, but like they seem like a team that might have problems on the road. I'm going Clemson in the upset here. Okay. All right, we got Maui. I got Florida State. Okay. Yeah, give me, give, yeah, give me the the fight, Deion Sanders. Give me Florida State. I think, I think it's over in Clemson, in South Carolina. I think it's over in Clemson, South Carolina. It's only a two team race in the Atlantic Coast Conference, and you know, so Florida State, North Carolina, only two in the ACC for me. So give me Florida State. All right, so we got number nineteen, Colorado, traveling to Oregon. The number number ten, Oregon. Who you got, oh, JB? Give me that expertise, JV. Let's go. Oh, I mean, my my expertise is definitely not college football. <laughs> Let's go, man. This is a, this is a tough one. I can see it going any way. I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Oregon here. I'm gonna go Oregon in, in a close game. Yeah. All right. We got JV. I mean, we got Miley. I mean, I got Colorado close game. Okay. Uh, give me the fighting field nights. Give me Oregon. I think it's gonna. I think I think gonna take care of business. No hate on Dion. You know, business. I still I love I love Dion. Dion loves me, and you know, so yeah. I'm waiting for. I'm, I'm waiting for. <laughs> I'm waiting for Ralphie. I'm waiting for Ralphie to come out with like a with, with a gold chain or mascot. I'm waiting for him She's to come out right. with a gold chain. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah. One thing: if they win this game, man, that USC game is gonna be over the top. Oh, oh yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, huh. and and thank the because I don't know if this is official or not. That game is at twelve o'clock, and I'm 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 <laughs> is it I'm I'm kind of low key mad because I may not be able to watch the game <laughs> on the thirtieth. 
So I, I'm like, oh, can we have this game at like middle of the day? Like, because uh, oh, I was like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm hoping. I don't know. Yeah, because I may not be able to see the game on uh, next 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 Saturday. But ah, I don't know. But yeah, man. Yeah, that's gonna game, be bro. yeah. Oh, boy. You got everybody. Ooh, everybody bring like. it. They gonna bring. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be all the stars. Everybody. Your boy, your your boy, Bronny James gonna be there probably. Bronny, little Bronny yeah, gonna be there. Wait, that's, yeah, I, that's what yeah. I was talking about. Yeah, you, you all of them. Bring him out. Did you see Kawhi Leonard? Yeah, yeah, he gave yeah, man. Like he, I mean, how can I say this? Allegedly, somewhat. Look like he on something. Like he looks all. Awesome. It is weird. Like he look. It's like Kawhi is weird. Kawhi, like Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi don't look like he belongs, but then he low key do belong. You know what I'm saying? Like it's weird because like you you seen everybody all different types of people, you know? Because you had like you know you had Chauncey and Cal Lowry in the, in the um in the suite. Then you got him on the sidelines. I'm like, okay, he 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 belongs here, man. But yeah, quite like he deep <laughs> or something, man. He, I was like, is he really extremely skinny to me? Very lean, like beyond yeah, lean. You know when your grandmother say, "Boy, you been eating?" Shoot, <laughs> yeah, Jerry yeah, yeah. West, Jerry West put him on that diet. <laughs> Jerry West said, "Look, Jerry West, Jerry, Jerry West, like look, put him in Paul George. Put him, put him in Paul George. He's like, I, I'm working this this franchise's future. You motherfuckers better stay healthy this year. Yo, no, we said it on, you know, when he said it on podcast, P was like, I've never just seen two superstars being injured. I was like, oh shit, like just oh, yeah, fired, like." Kawhi yeah, straight on a podcast. <laughs> Jerry, I'm, I, I was assuming for Jerry West to go into a story like he was like, you know, in the '68 Finals, the he was like Elgin Baylor had a torn groin in the finals and he played all seven games. He was like, I could give you guys an experimental treatment. I'll give Kawhi a new ACL. <laughs> I want you guys to play. <laughs> right. yeah. Is that Kawhi? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we got <laughs> we got number nine. Oh, we got number six, Ohio State versus number nine, North Notre Dame. Who you got, JB? We got. I'm gonna go Notre Dame here, man, and I, I I like how you put up Sam Hartman, man, because I think Sam Hartman is low key a good bet to win the Heisman, man. Don't if he keeps it up, man. I think he's going to win the Heisman because Notre Dame, they have like just this fashion in the media. If you're having a good year and you're a Notre Dame player, you're going to be in the Heisman conversation. I think that Sam Hartman, if he keeps it up, and I think Notre Dame has a very good chance to make the playoff this year too, as well. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Notre Dame. I don't like Notre Dame. They're a team that I openly root against, but like, I think they'll win here. We got Maui. Old state, you know that Ohio State. Um, okay. I'm just, hey man, I ain't got nothing extra to say. I'm just rolling with the dude. It's all Hopefully, good. For real. It's all good. Um, yeah, give me the give me the fight, Brady Quinn's. Give me Notre Dame. <laughs> Shout out to Brady Quinn, birthday twin. So you know, <laughs> so. Man, he, was right, like so a, he was like huh? a child when he looked when he seen Dion. I was like, oh, that's Brady Quinn. He was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so we got so now shift the focus to the national football to the to the to the NFL. We got the Giants versus the 49ers, Amazon Prime 
Get your app ready at six fifty-five. It'll 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 alert you, Maui, at seven o'clock. Don't 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 shy away from technology now. All right, who, who you got, JB, in this matchup? Uh, 49ers, man. 49ers and a laugher. Forty ers and a laugher. Yeah. What you who you got, Maui? Ah, uh, man, I got the 49ers. Um, I just hope that the Giants um keep the game kind of close. Yeah. No Saquon. Nah, no, 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 no chance. Give me the 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, get your app ready. It'll be there. I told you, tell the Rooks be on there about 705. You'll be all right. Just get yourself ready. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we got the Steelers versus the Raiders, a Sunday night football affair. Um, probably all the Steelers fans going to be in Las Vegas. Well, you got um, JB. Ooh, this is a tough one, man. Um, I think this is a pick 'em. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Raiders here, but I, I could see the Steelers winning this game. I think it's. A, I think it's a very close game. Okay. All right. I got. I got. I got the Steelers somewhat close, but not real close. I got it because when you got the fans saying "Fire Canada," I hope he come up with something. You got the fans like literally on prime time <laughs> Monday Night Football. <laughs> fire. Canada, right? Shout out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, matter of fact, shout out to my aunt Deb, my uncle Rico, my uncle Anthony, my cousin Delbert, my cousin Richie. They always at the game, man. You know what I mean? And um, shout out to them there, man. And I know they was like, I know my uncle Anthony upset because he's a Browns fan. He had to wear my team suck hat. That was the deal. And I was just watching it, man. Like, I, 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 feel, I really feel bad for Pickett, man. Like, I, I just don't feel like he's. And he ain't to the place where he could probably really just call his plays or what he see. I think he still have um, – I don't know, man. Even Matt Canada, when they showed him, he looked stressed. He looked like he little he – looked, he looked a little stressed. Yeah. Um, yeah, back, back-to-back primetime games. Give me the Steelers. I think they'll take care of business. Um, so, we got our doubleheader Monday Night Football. First off, we got the Eagles versus the Buccaneers. Who you got, J.B.? Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Eagles here. I think that they're the better team, but I think the Bucks can keep it close. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Eagles here. But Jalen Hurts hasn't looked good this year, though, man. He, yeah. He's. I've been. I've been looking at it. And he. He does not look like the same. Um, like he did last year, man. So um, I think this game. I think this game could definitely, um, definitely be a, a close one. Yeah. We got Maui. Got the Bucks. I was. I think the Bucks. Um. Kind of like the commanders. I feel like they're very motivated through Baker Mayfield's energy and how he plays. You know, he plays really different than Tom Brady, even though Tom Brady's efficient and it's Tom Brady. But I feel like he puts he puts his body on the line for a lot of stuff and it gets it gets the team kind of um fired up. Um so I'm picking the Bucks. I I think they then I don't think the Eagles I don't think the Eagles as good as they were. Like you said, Hurst hasn't been playing well and to me. You know how dominant the Eagles looked last year? Everybody's gone. Everybody's gone. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, at times, at times. Oh, my God. I, I, see, see. <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, right, though. I mean, at times, they were dominant. But I'm just looking at them now, and like I'm like, man, they, they should be, you know, I don't know. I just feel like they should be scoring more. Just like the Chiefs. I feel like the, the score, even though they're winning, I just feel like it should be, it should be more dominant. So I, I I, I I feel like if they play that way, a team like the Bucks can beat them, and it may be a, it may be close, 
but a win and a win, like a, a buck to take a win like that to the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, give me the Eagles. I think they'll take care of business. And they matter to me. Better take care of business. You got a short week. Right. Because Commander's coming down, coming coming up 495 for you the following week. So, you know. So, hey, give me the you Eagles. Hey, it is what it is. And to cap off our pick sevens, we got the Rams versus the Bengals. This is the Bengals Wall of Fame game. So, Chad Ocho Cinco, Boomer, all the people, they, they back in, in Cincy. So, uh, JB, who you got? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Bengals, man. The Bengals can't go on three, man. They go on three, man. I'm gonna stick a fork in them. They gotta win this game. They they gotta win this game, man. Like this is this like, I think the last team that started off something like on three and made the playoffs. I think the Chargers maybe did it like in the '90s sometimes, and I think the. Yeah, the Giants, Giants. That's the year they won a Super Bowl. One. No, 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 they were no, they, they, they were two. They were two. They were that's right. Two, they yeah. beat. Yeah, they beat us. Yeah, that's right. Because they was about yeah. to be on three. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You um, went to that game, did you? Went to that game, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Black Squirrel Burns broke my heart. Well, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> what seven? What sixteen years later? <laughs> but I'm here. That's why I shot. That's why I shot it. That's why I shot us all. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, who you got in this matchup, Maui? Man, I got the Rams by three. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, man, give me the, yeah, I, I think, that, like you said, give me the Bengals because they my two bowl pick. Because like you said, oh, I, I got I to ride with this. Yeah, I got to ride with it because I'm like, I no. Gave, I gave up on the Panthers. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I can't. It's too early. It's too early to give up. It ain't even October yet. They right. they need they need a win Whatever. desperately. <laughs> and please give us a win, please. We're begging you. So I think I was, I think I was sleepy that day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, oh, shout out to our guy. Shout out to our guy Ti. Hey, so Texas in 2018. Oh, okay. Three and finished 75. Yeah, so shout out to our guy Ti. You know, okay. so yeah, I, that's, that's that's interesting. Yeah, definitely. Just hit me. So I picked the Giants to be in the damn Super Bowl. He, 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 you sure I, did. You sure hey, did. Man, you're supposed to be my friend. Hey, <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, it's not too late. I mean, hey, right. Come who on, knows? Dave Jones, Dave Jones might be the next. Um, he he'll be the next. Um, Eli Manning. I mean. I mean, I would have made a case because Cadavious Tony, but he he, he could have been he could have been the next Mario Manningham or um, David Tyree, but he's wilding out. So, so yeah. maybe Sterling Shepard, maybe Sterling Shepard or Jalen Hyatt might be your might be your guy. Hey, it's not too late. I mean, it's just it's just September. Right. He here, right. you know. I mean, it's 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 the night before the the twenty uh, first night of September. It's all good. We, it's it's still intact. You still make the playoffs. Come on now. I got you. That's what it's for, you know. Mm. You know, but hey, so we'll put a bow on uh this week's couch coach live. So we'll go around the horn. We'll just do we'll do game balls first. So JP, who gets this week game ball for you? Oh, game ball this week. Oh um I'm gonna give I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my game ball uh to uh I'm gonna give it to the um, I'm gonna give it to the Titans, man. The Titans were in a tough spot on Sunday, and they came back and they won the game. Um, 
without even they didn't even force a turnover. So I have to give credit where credit's due. The Titans actually are a, a funky team, man. They should be two and zero. They should have beat the Saints if Ten Hill hadn't thrown those three interceptions. They would have beat the Saints opening game. So yeah. All right, what you got, Maui? Man, my game ball goes to T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt um, on Monday night. Has became the franchise Pittsburgh Steelers franchise sack leader, and got his first um, touchdown in professional history. Well, shout out to TJ Watt doing this thing out of three hundred and forty-two snaps. He has eighty-one point five sacks. Nice, Congratulations! For nice. sure, for sure. I love that high step, TJ. Let him know. <laughs> yeah. So my game ball goes into the preps. So I definitely got to give a huge shout out to Coach Holmes, my childhood neighbor. Um, the current head coach of the Henrico Warriors got his first win on Friday versus JR Talk about a final score of 57 to 0. Definitely Ooh. huge shout out to Coach Holmes. He's doing his thing out there on Azalea Avenue. Definitely proud of my childhood neighbor. I got two words for you, neighbor. Beat Miranda. So, fellas, let's go around the horn. Uh, final thoughts, social media, what you got going on? Yeah. All right, Jamie, yeah, so my, yeah, so my, my, my social media is Instagram, uh, Jamie, J- Jamie B. Foodie. You can find me on um, you can find me on Facebook under Jamie Bailey. And um, shout out to my Baltimore Orioles, man. The rebuild yeah. is yeah. over. Yeah. We made the playoffs. I'm I'm hyped. That's what's up. Congratulations, man. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what? I'm 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 a I'm gonna try to keep I'm gonna try to keep a, a watch on them just because that's your team, man. And then we can rap about it or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh Deshaun Morgan, Facebook, DT Morgan 78 Instagram. But man, I can't be positive. I'm extremely unhappy that they canceled the winning time. Like I really, really, really love this show. And you know what's funny, man? I've been like trying to find things to post because critics you got to show that the critics even loved and then we looked up the viewership it was horrible man the viewership was horrible and then it's like well they can't promote it because of the strike and i'm just i'm very 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 hurt man and then you know what i thought about it was you know listening to a lot of the players that are analysis uh, um that is analysis now and how they talk about that time and how larry bird wasn't great he wouldn't play be able to play and all these different things, and you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yes, he could have. You know what I mean? Like, Larry Bird was a dog, man. Like, when I watched that, then he started telling his story. He was like, what, 6'10", 6'10"? Regardless of all of that, like, this show was great, man. It was like, everything about it was great. And it should, it really should have went longer to the point that when he played, the, when they was able to play the Bulls. And I feel like we didn't get it all. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah. I'm just real disappointed about that. I hope that um, I really wish like a Netflix or something like that be able to pick it up because I don't see anybody really saying anything negative, like from a, a viewership wise. Some people didn't know it was on. Some people was like, "What?" You know, that was into it. it was like, man, I needed more. So I'm very disappointed about that. Thank God I'd be able to have this platform to say it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So um, pretty much, I uh, follow the show. I pretty much. Um, 
anywhere you get your social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on the Couch Coach Lab. Check out the website, couchcoachlab.com. Um, new, ep- not new episode, but new article uh, posted uh, about the recap of University of Richmond's first win uh, last week over Delaware State. Check that out. Also, uh, um, tomorrow night, uh, commanders in the chat, pretty much anywhere, social media, commanders ITC. We go live Wednesday, um, tomorrow night, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We get you primed and ready for the Washington Commanders matchup versus the Buffalo Bills. And we do that every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, yeah, man, so this has been this week's Couch Coach Live. And, man, we'll catch you guys next week. And we're out.